What I like about the vibe in this movie, uh, which is a movie that is just stuffed with vibes, like this slum town that we see has a pretty quiet critique of imperialism. Uh, We see like desperate poverty and squalor. It's way harsher in the town in Sorcerer than it is in the town in Wages of Fear. And we also see posters for this Generalissimo everywhere. And the logo of the local employer, which is this giant oil company, reminded me of a sort of a fascist eagle. You just get a sense of uh, that there's an incredible military power in this country that's protecting corporate interests. And we also see desperate poverty. Yeah, that's what I like about one of the things I like about it is the sense of verisimilitude, the small town. There's this really rich sense of atmosphere, like the, the local people, the poverty. It's kind of animals wandering around. Kind of reminded me when I uh, was briefly in the Philippines. It's very similar. There's just like dogs, chickens everywhere. But yeah, like you said, it just kind of it just hints at lots of things. It doesn't like fully explain them, but yeah, you get a sense of the the fascist dictator. There's a scene where the soldiers come in with like a truck, and the people are like crowding round, and um, it's just so fantastic the way it's shot. I mean, it, yeah, it doesn't explicitly say anything. It just kind of hints at so many things. It's kind of like the scene in the church before they do the heist, and you see the bride having this wedding, and the bride's got like a black eye. But you don't know anything about her or any of the people. But it just kind of, it just kind of sets your imagination going off. You just kind of fill in the blanks of who they are and what they've been doing. Two other aspects of the critique of imperialism that's in Sorcerer. One is sort of a meta critique, and one is a is a direct critique. In the Wages of Fear, there is an explosion at the oil refinery that seems like a freak accident. But in Sorcerer, that oil refinery explosion is uh, the result of an attack by the resistance to the dictatorship. And when we see that sequence where the bodies are returned to to this small town, and as they're offloading the bodies, they're crispier and crispier. (laughs) It's a very, very ghastly scene. Like that's as close as uh, Sorcerer gets to being a horror movie. And the meta critique in this movie is that it was mostly filmed in the Dominican Republic. And the guy, Charlie Bloodhorn, who was one of the main guys at Paramount Pictures, uh, Paramount was owned by Gulf and Western. Uh, they had major, major business interests in the Dominican. Yeah, that guy that you mentioned, he he owned a lot of the like sugar fields. And so there's a big incentive to shoot there because it was like, well, I, you know, I basically own this country. The government will do whatever I want. Um, well, there's a really funny anecdote I should quickly tell from his memoir. So he says um, he checked into this uh, third-rate hotel, his own words that he says, and they were assigned a local contact who was um, attached to like uh, different branches of the Dominican Republic, and he was going to get them like permits and stuff. And so um, he was introduced to a, a Dominican army colonel who was like a power broker in the country. So the, the colonel had recently shot and killed a man in a restaurant and never went to trial. He was never even charged. And the colonel said that uh, the man that he shot was a communist, and so he deserved to die. And then he says... Um, the colonel and his attractive mistress invited Wally, Dave, and me to his home. There were 12 soldiers armed with AK-47s scattered around the steps outside his house. The colonel didn't speak English, so his friend Wally had to translate for him. And then after after dinner, the colonel was showing him all the uh, the art and the paintings uh, that he had in his house, which he says were all truly kitsch. And he said after each description of each painting, Freakin would say admiringly, wow, what a piece of shit, or wow, this stuff is dreck. And his friend Wally had to like fight back, la- fight back laughter and tell the colonel in Spanish that uh, Freakin thought that his, uh, his art was absolutely fantastic. 
And then it turned out at the end of the night that uh, the colonel's mistress actually spoke English and she uh, <laughs> knew full well what freaking was doing, but she uh, she didn't say anything. And uh, <laughs> so thankfully he never found out. But then he said, if she'd given up my little joke, the colonel would no doubt have shot me with compute, complete immunity, another communist who deserved his fate. So, I mean, that's uh, that's just classic freaking, I think. 